don't care. Just cover the spread. Now here's Aton Shander. Yes, live at Parks Casino. The beautiful Parks Casino multi-million dollar sports book. If you haven't stepped foot in here, then shame on you. We've been cooking here for a long time. It is the best possible location to walk in, place a bet, sit down, enjoy multiple games on gigantic screens that range from four to just humongous. is 16 screens across, and they all go through four. It is the place. Think about what's about to happen. Philadelphia Flyers in action tonight. NHL playoffs are here. Whether or not you're prepared for it, whether or not you thought at the beginning of the season, well, what are the odds the Flyers would A, make the playoffs, and then what are the odds the Flyers are going to make some run into it? You have that. We know as much as we try to depart and remove the Philadelphia 76ers from our world when they're on the road, NBA playoffs are right around the corner. This is one outside the Super Bowl, right? The most bet on, the heaviest activity where we come in, March Madness, conference tournaments this week, the NCAAs that begin next week. This is the month. This is the moment. So from hockey and hoops, everything that you see, regular season, NBA, NHL, the college basketball conference tournaments right now winding down this week, this is the place to be. Parks Casino, the sports book. Get in on the action. See, this is the beauty of it. It is one of the most incredible places you'll see on the planet. This isn't even like local to Philadelphia. It's not local to the Northeast, PA, Jersey. This is something that will rival any place you'll step in, Vegas, around the world, as far as a sports book is concerned. I've been fortunate enough to work with the great people here at Parks for a while, so I know. I mean, think about it. This isn't my first day working here with the people at Parks, so I'm speaking from experience. I've, I've seen it. I've talked to plenty of people who have come in and noticed the difference. Notice the difference in the sports book. Notice the difference in the service. There's a humongous beer garden that is right next door to the sports book. It's awesome. Humongous floor-to-ceiling windows. If it's nice out, you can pop outside. Huge menu. There's a bar right here. Tons of food as well. This is the spot in Bucks County for you. Number one casino in the state of Pennsylvania. Think about this. It's my casino, my sports book. It's been for a long time. I've been telling you that no matter where you find me. We're right here in Bucks County. And on top of all that, you can bet with the most confidence and trust with all of your legal sports bets right here at Parks Odds in-house, everything in-house. You can bet on spreads, point totals, over-unders, parlays, teasers. You have, I see it. Even if I need something or somebody who is walking in for the first time needs something, the customer service, people will walk up to you. Can we help you? Is there anything you need? There's nothing intimidating about walking into this casino, about walking into this sports book. It's very friendly. It's very welcoming. And it's meant to be that in order to keep you coming and coming back. And the experience speaks for itself. Everything you want, you can bet on. And the beauty of it, of course, quick withdrawals. So this is what we'll do. If you're listening right now, and we'll put this out for you on social media as well, at Shander Show, make your first bet right now up to $500 risk-free. All you need to do 
is download the Parks Casino Sportsbook app right now. Just go in the App Store. You can search for it. It'll pop up. It's very easy. If I've been able to do this and make this thing work, I have the utmost confidence that you can as well. You can also go click parkscasino.com slash PA. Use my promo code BBALL2020, all right? BBALL2020. That's my promo code, BBALL2020, and get your first risk-free bet up to $500. Check all the website, everything you need for terms and conditionings on the site. You must be 21, of course. Any gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We have you taken care of. Just go to the site if you have any questions. It's a risk-free bet. You lose, you get it right back in site credit, and it's up to 500 You don't need to deposit 500 It's up to 500 Just think about what's going on right now in front of you. Tonight, even, you're thinking, well, I've been hearing about this and going back and forth. I want to sign up. I want to take advantage of the Shander. I want to jump in. I downloaded the app, the Parks Casino app. I heard you on the Gambler. Let, let's rock. All right? So what can we do tonight? Well, you know that you have the ability at least up to $500 for that risk-free bet. So if you want to live large, and look, it's the only bet that you make, the first bet. So if you deposit $400 or up to the 500 in order to get the risk-free back, you can't put $10 down and then wait and then put another. Whatever your first bet is, is risk-free. So we know that you've got Gonzaga and St. Mary's a little bit later tonight at 9 o'clock. That's the lone ranked action that we have. But outside of that, maybe there's something in the NBA or maybe there's something even more exotic that you're looking to throw out. Well, we got you covered, including the West Coast Conference Final, the tournament there, where you can sneak in a pretty good number. Now, I'm looking at it right now here at Parks on the app, and tonight at 9, this thing sits right now at a 9-point spread. So, St. Mary's, look, Gonzaga didn't cover the 13 last night against San Francisco. Maybe you think St. Mary's, who, boy, that was a difficult game to watch last night. Barely hitting 100 points, 51-50. to 50. That set the game back a little bit. Look, I expect that from the Big Ten. That's a Wisconsin-Michigan State game, but not from BYU-St. Mary's. And what bit a lot of people is that second half did not turn around. St. Mary's came in putting up at least... What, 75, 78 points per game over the last 10? That's a pretty good stretch that they had. Awful. Under all the way hit, killed everybody in-game, anything along those lines. Tonight, you're thinking, well, can it be that bad two nights in a row? Is it going to be for both teams, St. Mary's and Gonzaga, to continue to kind of struggle? Gonzaga should have been able to beat San Francisco by more than 13 based on some of the stretches that they've been able to put together. Conference tournament aside, familiar face, and do we need to play these kids again aside? That should have covered. This over should have hit at the very least, especially in the second half, like the second half number should have hit. Tonight you think, well, it's a St. Mary's cover. Maybe you just think that Gonzaga is prime for an upset because at this point, We've seen it, San Diego State, some other teams. The big conference tournaments are just about to be underway this week, right? So it wouldn't be a shock if Gonzaga was knocked out in the conference final here by 
St. Mary's, plus 350 on the money line. You can do some damage here with a risk-free bet. We're giving it to you up to $500 of a risk-free bet, all right? So you go on. Think about this. You've downloaded the app. You've used the promo code, my promo code, bball2020, bball2020. $500 risk-free wins at $1,750. That's not bad. Not a bad bet at all by all, especially placing something on something that wouldn't be so ridiculous when you're able to kind of capitalize on the ebbs and flows and true ups and downs that we've seen on this season. It's been crazy so far. So that's one that you can look at. And I would think that it's not a top bet that I would throw out for you. I think that if you're looking for a risk-free opportunity tonight, one in which you're fresh off of this brand-new opportunity, B-Ball 2020, the promo code that will get you this offer, then you think, all right, well, where can you mine something that might not even be a full-on money line bet that flips, like an upset in the regard of you know Gonzaga falling down? You could look at the NBA, and that's where I think we begin, which is a couple of bad games featuring some bad teams you think might not be with any real value. And you're right. If you're looking at sneaking in Cleveland plus four on the road with a little bit of momentum here at Parks, and again, think about this, it's not the typical 110, 110 across the board. You're getting a little bit here at minus 109. Stuff like that adds up. You get the Knicks at minus 109 here at the Parks app as well. Knicks are plus five, Cavs are plus four. That little point right there, you make enough bets. You come in, you take advantage of the risk-free opportunity, you keep betting as we'll be doing this each and every week and talking through things here on the Parks app throughout the show, Monday through Wednesday. And that stuff starts to add up. Spurs, again, plus three and a half at home hosting the Mavs. You get that at minus 109. The big thing to look at tonight, and this is where I would at least take a hard look for the I'm not taking anything on the money line so you want to risk free risk free away but this wouldn't be one unless you're just not certain on any big money line play even outside the NBA but what I do like tonight is Minnesota at Houston it's a 12 and a half point line right now Minnesota's at minus 109 here at Parks it might budge a little bit it's an 810 start Adam Thompson is going to join us he's got some thoughts on this thing as well but you have to look at where the Rockets have been recently and this really disappointing slide that we've seen out of Houston and I don't know look it's not going to be something long term where I think they play their way out of standings and they play their way out of positioning for the postseason but kind of fitting this small ball and then going on that mini streak where you've seen if it's Westbrook out or just kind of staggering a little bit of rest. This Rockets team has been in a little bit of a tailspin. And it's not coming against just good teams. Tonight's an interesting one because the Timberwolves do place themselves kind of in the middle here, especially when they're on the road. And look, 12.5 on the road is 12.5. That's a lot to really look at here, but Houston's going to win this basketball game. I don't have any doubt in my mind. I just don't think that Houston is pulled out. And James Harden is being questioned routinely now on the ESPN, Fox Sports channels. 
his heart and whether or not he really wants to be out there, MVP stuff. Look, at one point, James Harden, no matter how good this team is or playing or even if they struggle, at one point, it's just an automatic lock. You're talking about the MVP. He may not win it, won't win it this year, but at least would be in that, all right, you know, you've got still have to factor in James Harden. Yeah, I get it. You know, people want to throw LeBron in there, and that makes sense, and we'll look at some futures here on the Parks app as well. But it's not so much about just that. You still have to throw in James Harden. You still have to throw. That's not really going on as much. Not to say that people forgot. I'm not saying, hey, man, he fell off the face of the earth. But he's not being thrown around in those types of conversations nearly as much. Even from an MVP standpoint, all right, I'll back it up here. It's not just me saying this. Look at the wager that you can place right now with Parks. If you go on the app, you see Giannis is the clear-cut odds-on favorite. So as many people that are trying to inject the LeBron for MVP into the average fan's veins, you have to understand that the books, at least one as credible and notable as Parks, people aren't buying it, all right? And if a trendsetter like Parks isn't buying it, then the copycats aren't as well. Giannis right now at minus 560, LeBron at plus 450. That's way too much of a swing right there. That's way too wide of a gap for me to just sit there and think, well, it's just a matter of time before media discussion really impacts the odds. Giannis would have to struggle mightily. He's hurt, but he's going to come back after the road trip. That's not impacting his odds to win this thing. This is a wire-to-wire victory. And I get it. Like I love watching LeBron play at this incredible level at this age. Not that he's ancient, but still at this age playing such an incredible level. I also get that from an MVP standpoint, Giannis has been the best player on the best team wire-to-wire and doesn't have an AD. And that's a big thing right there. Chris Middleton's an all-star, but he's not Anthony Davis. Tonight, back to this line here, falling into that whole James Harden thing. But real quick, LeBron at plus 450. Then it's Luka at plus 2,500. And James Harden at plus 3,300. 33-1 odds. He's out. He's been eliminated. Look, I don't know if you'd find a favorite that has given up a lead like this for an individual award, especially in the NBA where its individual awards are pretty much locked up. I don't know if you would see that. And then it wouldn't go to James Harden. Not that it would go to Luka Doncic, but it would go to LeBron James. There's the value. If you think maybe, just maybe, enough people have been swayed by the first takes and the Fox Sports shows and all the people saying, no, it's LeBron, it's LeBron. Look, I get it, I love Giannis, but it's LeBron, it's LeBron. Then maybe there's value there. 25, 33, 100 to 1. Anthony Davis, 100 to 1. No. Man, I don't even know. I'm afraid to even look at Embiid at this point. You know, Embiid once was a 16 to 1 odds-on favorite to win the thing. And at this point, I'm honestly afraid to look at it. Because I know what's going to happen. I know it's going to drop even more. All right. One thing to look at tonight, James Harden and where this team really is coming back home, trying to center themselves, where you've got both Westbrook and Harden healthy in that backcourt. They lost a brutal game, was it, two nights ago, a brutal game to the Orlando Magic. 
I mean, that's just something that should never happen where you lose 126, you lose by 20 at home, your favorite coming into that game. You blow it and then, then some. You get lit up by the Magic after getting beat up by the Hornets in Charlotte, and that thing was over from the jump. Tonight, I think, is about restoring balance. That's all. I think tonight for the Houston Rockets, still trying to figure out if, in fact, they believe in the system that they're running. And I think that's evident because the system is not great, and it's still allowing for some bigger and not even size like strength, but more athletic bigs to kind of come in. Shocker when you're giving up that much height in an athletic league. But look at this losing streak. They lost four straight Knicks in New York. All right, the Clippers, you lose to the Clippers anywhere, that's a respectable loss. Even though you get lit up by 15 at home and you're kind of struggling to find answers because this is a precursor to what you should be able to do or get out of in the playoffs. We'll update you on some college action happening right now. Give you another opportunity as we will all night and every single time we mention a risk-free opportunity to take advantage of some great games tonight in the world of college basketball. You lose to the Knicks on the road. You lose to Charlotte on the road. You lose to Orlando at home. After all this, like the Orlando loss, that 20-point loss, ensured the four-game losing streak. Locked it up. And no, that wasn't Markel Fultz turning into Michael Jordan overnight. That was a Rockets team laying down. DJ Augustine was just carving them up. That was a couple nights ago. They get to regroup. They get to breathe. They get to take a second and think, all right, what, what can you possibly do to just get back to the medium? Regress to the mean in a positive way. And that's, I think, the biggest thing that the Rockets are doing tonight is they're getting back into just their flow. And that doesn't mean that they roll through teams. They're not going to blow. I, honestly, I don't believe that this is a route. I just believe it's a win. It's a get-right game in which you just try to get somewhat settled. Because outside of it, I don't know how much you can truly mine. Think about this. I don't know how much you can truly mine a four- or five-point victory against this squad coming into town tonight with the Wolves. And it's not that Minnesota has given up, but they're close to it. I don't know if they're vocally saying right now that they're tanking, but they're close to it. Twelve-and-a-half-point line, though, is still enough right now because that's the difference is Minnesota isn't coming out right now to, to lose this game on purpose by any means. And Jarrett Culver is going to have a lot on his plate. But think about this. Without Towns, Turner's a little banged up. It's an easy line to jump on Houston and say, maybe you get fooled. Well, come on. They're going to light him up. They don't even have Carl Anthony Towns. They traded Andrew Wiggins. What do you have left? Well, these are the games in which Houston has not been able to win, let alone cover. So I get it. You might be able to win. That might be the difference now is you win this game. But you've gone from a similar situation and then some unable to flat out win these games as opposed to tonight where I think you win. I just don't think that there's a cover. Dallas is an interesting one as well. We'll look at that coming up. Again, I told you Adam Thompson is going to join us. But 
action going on right now. He'll join us at 6.30. Delaware State losing to Maryland Eastern Shore 21-8. That in-game line right now, Delaware State at plus 3.10 as I'm on the Parks app, parkscasino.com slash PA. And, again, the promo code is MYBALL2020. Manhattan only up 5, 32-27. Fairfield trailing in the game but a plus 270, 260 right now. In-game money line, Northeastern Hofstra as well. That's going to tip off at the top. But, you know, just looking at a couple of live games, the only other live game right now is Pittsburgh-Wake Forest. This thing's winding down, and you've got about a minute or so left. Pitt's up 79-72. But Wake Forest, I mean, right now you're just looking at maybe if you can get in on an in-game total or, or something along those lines. It does look like Pitt covered both halves. No, sorry, they did lose the first half to Wake. So if you took Wake with points or straight up in the money line, that hit. But right now, the in-game line, or at least, yeah, it's five and a half with just about a minute or so left in that seven-point game. So you figure if they can get a couple of free throws and maybe a foul to turn things around, that's a bold play right there to take Wake at plus five and a half with this pretty much winding down. Yeah, I don't know, about 50 seconds to go here. Tonight, you don't have to wait until 9 o'clock for college basketball. Right around the corner, you've got some things that are going to tip off, as mentioned, the two games outside of the one that's ending. Now, at 6.30, you have the all-important SWAC quarterfinal. This is just the quarterfinal here. Alabama A&M, Prairie View A&M. We go a little bit later on the schedule tonight. And you can see, like, North Carolina at Virginia as the ACC opens up first round. That's going to be an interesting one. Virginia, just looking at futures, and I I need to pull this up as we speak here on the Parks app. But Virginia tonight, oh, it's Virginia Tech, pardon me. But I did want to mention Virginia, so that's why I had it in my head. The line right now is UNC laying the four and a half. Oh. UNC has been so difficult to choose, and and really, they're like the poorest of poor versions of Maryland, where every now and again they sucker you in, and you think, is is this the night? Is really is is this going to be it? At minus three and a half, there's a lot of belief that the line should actually be flipped, and you know what? Just to make sure. It's at four and a half right now. Okay. That's where Parks is at, and that seems to be consensus. So ESPN, again, and I don't know who they're using, but we care about Parks. Four and a half. Just wanted to make sure that the consensus here in the building moved a point. Now, you're, you're going to pay a little bit, which is normal. You're going to pay a little bit for North Carolina. But Vatek at plus four and a half, you're only laying minus 108. UNC took Virginia Tech into double OT where they lost by a bucket. And I think they only had like six guys, maybe seven, play in that game. They seem to be pretty healthy. It's in Greensboro. That is a home court for North Carolina in this game. Cole Anthony, Brandon Robinson are back. They've dropped three straight buckets right now, W's right now. W's into the bucket, I guess. Before losing to Duke, which, okay, 
I don't think anybody really expected them to beat Duke. They did lose 13 points, and that's a tough swallow right there. But this is only, I think, the 11th or... UNC has had a full roster, and actually a healthy roster. Virginia Tech is really young. They run five, I think technically six freshmen right now. So, wherever you look at this line that opens at three and a half and moved up to four and a half, it's still not enough to stay away. In the last five years, this is what I saw that kind of jumped out about North Carolina as an interesting choice for a top bet tonight. Again, Adam Thompson's going to come up. He's got thoughts on games tonight. He's got thoughts on futures. So we'll hit him for a couple of minutes here at Parks Casino. But think about this. In the last five years, UNC is 9-2 and two against the spread, beating teams by nearly seven points in conference tournament games. So you're really weighing tonight's action against Virginia Tech against this year. And you're thinking, how much of this year is A, an anomaly, and B, sustainable? So even if it is an anomaly, it's like, look, I don't think that UNC and Roy Williams is going to be this bad moving forward. It was just this was a tough year for them. Guys went down. We saw that with the Sixers a lot here in Philly. It just happens. Injuries disrupt. These things make it difficult to establish any real level of consistency. So how do you get around that? Well, you come back, stronger recruiting class, guys get healthy. Okay, forget next year. That means, most likely, if it's an anomaly, your ass is cooked in the tournament. But that's the second part of this question. How sustainable is it? Is it something that was just due to disruption with health and injuries? Was it simply a matter of this team was so riddled with injury, including their star player. I mean, Cole Anthony missing a lot of time. Brandon Robinson missing some time. Is that the just difference now where you can take advantage of a young team? See, that's where I think you can. That's where I think you really do find value here in looking at UNC starting to pull this thing together. And I don't mean pull it together to go on some magical run. (laughs) I mean pulling together to not fall off pulling together to not bounce out in the first round of the ACC where a lot of people thought they would, which is, hey, you're lucky to just be in this tournament. There's no way you can keep up with anybody, including, of course, Virginia Tech. I do think that there is a significant amount of value in UNC tonight simply because they're going to take advantage of a younger team right when they're really hitting a stride. In fact... As I speak, I'm going to put some more uh, bucks here into this account and make sure that I have enough to go a little live game action as well. Confirm the deposit, and we're good to go. little action on the Parks Casino app right here, live radio. Taking UNC minus four. I'm not going to let this thing slip anymore. So, yep, you can jump in with me as well. It's very simple. (laughs) At Shander Show is how you get me on Twitter. Coming up, Adam Thompson will join us. He's got a bunch of games to give out, some futures as well. Red hot on top of his game from the NBA to college to even the XFL. This is your reminder, and I'll be telling you this all night 
as we're here until 8 o'clock, and we'll be back Tuesdays live at Parks Casino. Hockey, hoops, both in the home stretch of the regular season. You know what time it is. College basketball conference tournaments in full swing. Join me and the home team at Parks Casino and Sportsbook and get in on the sportsbook betting action. Watch the games and make money. It would be simpler, right, if you could only be as simple as that. Parks Casino and Sportsbook, except it happens here at Parks Casino and Sportsbook. It's that easy. You come in, you watch games, you make money. My Casino and Sportsbook of choice, the only sportsbook owned by the number one casino in the state of Pennsylvania. You hear that? It's the only book that's owned by the number one casino in the state of PA. Not overseas, not out of town, but based right here in Bucks County. Your people, my people, it's our people. Parks Casino and Sportsbook, my casino and sportsbook of choice. That means you can bet with confidence and trust them with all your legal sports bets. And it also means you get the best customer service, quick withdrawals. You can bet on spreads, point totals, over-unders, parlays, and teasers. We'll try to build a couple with Adam's picks coming up. So this is what you do. Sign up now. Here's what I'd say. Sign up now. We're going to give you a couple of minutes before we get Adam on for you to do this right now. You can make your first bet. Hold off on making your first bet until you hear Adam and I speak, but I want you to get in and sign up right now. Download the Parks Casino Sportsbook app right now in the App Store or click parkscasino.com slash PA and use my promo code. Either way, use the promo code. It's mine. It's yours now to use. B-Ball 2020. B-Ball 2020. B-Ball 2020. Get your first risk-free bet up to $500. Check the website for terms and conditions. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live at Parks Casino, I'm Aton Shander. What are the odds? Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. Sign up at PlaySugarHouse.com, Pennsylvania and New Jersey's premier online casino. Problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler, now. Hey, take the bet, and we give you our top bets, and we roll through as much as we possibly can, especially now, because, oh, by the way, live here at Parks Casino, parkscasino.com slash PA, promo code is BALL2020. You'll get a risk-free bet up to $500 to play with. Think about that, what the damage you'd be able to do Listening to Adam Thompson, who joins us at underscore Adam underscore Thompson underscore on fire. Doesn't matter. Just close your eyes and ask him to pick a game in any league, in any sport. Chances are he's going to be above 60% in it. So Adam joins us on the Dr. Glatt Regrow Your Hairline. Dr. Paul Glatt, Philadelphia's leading hair restoration doctor. I'm live again at Parks Casino, parkscasino.com slash PA. The promo code is BALL2020. And I told people, Adam, sign up ahead of time before the break. We gave people five full minutes in that break to sign up, take advantage of that risk-free opportunity, and don't place a single bet yet because I wanted you to be able to come on and sprinkle us with your knowledge on NBA and, and college tonight. And I'm, I have a good feeling. So let's start here because I have a good feeling about the lone college game that you're picking tonight. And I was tempted to put my thumb on the button and pick it, but I'll let you go first because I always defer to you when it comes to these moments, sir. Well, I, I do have a magic coin that has treated <laughs> me well this year, so... Yeah, I, uh, I I looked at the ACC. I, I like uh, there's a side I like uh, tonight for sure. 
let's start there because Gonzaga St. Mary's is the lone ranked game. You mentioned the ACC. It's going to be UNC. Virginia Tech, yes, Virginia Tech, I told you. I remember, I remember these things. Virginia Tech bit us before, but I think, and I'm going to guess, I'm actually, I'm going to open it up to you here. Where do you stay, because the line opened at three and a half, it's now at four and a half. I got uh, two and a half, actually, oh. with, uh, with North Carolina, and I took it. Because, uh, like you mentioned, Virginia Tech is a—I'm uh, a spurned lover when it comes to the Hokies. They've—they've uh, burnt me too many times. And North Carolina, you know, they're—they're the, they're the worst team in the ACC in you know the standings. But they play better lately. You know, as the season's kind of as the season's kind of wound down, they've won three of their last four, and their loss—the loss is at Duke. So that's uh, you know no shame there. Um, you know, the Hokies were the surprise team at one point, and I think I got on board. But the end of the season, they've lost ten of their last twelve. And they've been even worse against the spread. They're two and thirteen against the spread in their last fifteen games. The fact that you know North Carolina, this is a team that was ranked you know top five, I think, at one point this season. They finished dead last, but you know on paper, this is still a team that should beat a Virginia Tech team that has just completely fallen off the rails. So I got them at two and a half. I think it's you know I've seen three and a half, four and a half. I like them in all those numbers. So I'm uh, I'm taking UNC for uh, one last time this year. Yeah, one last time is right, because moving forward, there's no way in hell that I would trust them even to cover a spread. With that said, four and a half. I'm looking at the Parks Casino app right now. If anybody is taking advantage of that risk-free opportunity, they're thinking, four. is that too much for you, four and a half? Uh, it's not. It's close. I mean, I kind of had it like a, like seven to eight points. It's kind of where I saw it. I, like, I, you know, Virginia Tech is just, uh, you know, their season is just completely falling apart. They're... They just haven't shown up lately at all. I mean, they're you know they've been underdogs and they're just not covering. So, you know, UNC uh, you know has not been good this year. Obviously, they finished below everybody else in the ACC, but it's still Roy Williams. You know, they're going to get up. They're going to you know it still it still says North Carolina on the front of their jerseys, and that doesn't mean a whole lot. But I think on paper, you know, this is just a, a significantly better team. They haven't played like it as much, but laying that few points, I just can't see them going out in an early first-round uh, ACC game. So I think I think they'll take care of business uh, tonight. I know you didn't play it tonight, but I'm curious as to why. Maybe it's because St. Mary's and BYU set the game of basketball back a decade or, or you know, 100 years, or maybe it's Gonzaga didn't cover, and you called that. I know Gonzaga not covering last night, but why did you stay away from the lone-ranked game tonight? Uh, I mean, I like Gonzaga. I You know, if... If I'm picking a, a bracket right now, I think they're probably at the top of it. I think I think they probably cover tonight. I think uh, you know BYU beat them obviously, and St. Mary's is kind of their arch rival. So you never you never truly know. I think uh, I think Gonzaga is going to take care of business, but you know I think they played their close game last night to an extent. You know, I, I really liked uh, San Francisco. I just thought they were a, you know a hot team who was shooting well, and they needed uh, they needed. To win, so they were going to just pull out all the stops, and it didn't, you know, didn't pan out. But they gave them, uh, they gave Gonzaga everything they wanted. So, I think, uh, I think BYU and St. Mary's, you know, probably both <laughs> looked at that game and thought, okay, we can win. You know, we can win last night, and that was not a pretty game. But, you know, I think, uh, I think they could be motivated that San Francisco gave Gonzaga a game. So I just wasn't sure which way, uh, you know, it was going to come out. You know, each team was going to come out uh, right away. I just kind of stayed away from it. I think Gonzaga will probably end up winning and pulling away, 
but it was uh, too close to call for me. Fair enough. Now, I'm curious, when you look at futures, and let's stay in the ACC because it's the game uh, that we mentioned tonight, I'm, I don't know how many people I've heard to the point now where I'm thinking, is, there, is the secret out or was there really any value there in the beginning? But Virginia seems to be, at least when you look at everything from value to possibility of winning it, Virginia seems to have the best value. I don't know where you stand on either Virginia or just the overall futures of that tournament. Yeah, and that's, uh, that's actually my pick. Um, you know, it, it's a three-team race as far as the, the odds are concerned. And it's, you know, Florida State, Duke, and Louisville. But, you know, Virginia's kind of a dark horse in there. But they're really, they're, they're the one playing the best. I mean, they're, uh, you know, they, they have a great defense. They have that methodical style that can give some teams fits. They're obviously very offensive challenged. But I think they're the hottest of the bunch, and they've been here before. I mean, we kind of forget this is the defending national champion we're talking about. So, obviously, uh, you know, they should be, you know, motivated. And, you know, as far as the, the three, you know, big three of the conference, Virginia's beaten them all. Including Louisville and Duke, just in the last uh, you know eight days of the regular season, so they're not going to be intimidated by anybody. I think they have a, a decent uh, a decent spot in the bracket for them, and I think they have considerable value where they're sitting uh, below those uh, big three on the board. Yeah, and, and I guess people are just afraid, and I don't necessarily know how deep the fear is, but I, I do believe that there is some sense of fear of just not betting Duke, and and I, I guess. If there was a team that you would think, based on coaching, based on talent as well, to a lesser extent, right, but also just trying to separate from the three, I would think it's Duke, but I don't know if, if you think the second-best team, for example, outside of AC, of Virginia, pardon me, winning the ACC, the value might be Duke. Yeah, I mean, Duke, the one that, you know, on paper, they're the, they're the top team in the conference. You know, they, you know, Florida State's right there, too, but Florida State was really good at home. Uh, on the road, they were, you know, kind of dropped down a little bit. The problem with Duke is, you know, they they come in, they've lost three of six, mm. and they've been more susceptible to the upset than some of these other top teams. Like three of their five, you know, conference losses came against Wake Forest, Clemson, and NC State. So, you know, and they're likely to face probably Wake Forest uh, in their first game, you know, or NC State in, in the quarterfinals. So I think, uh, you know, they've been susceptible. You know, they can beat anybody, but they can lose to teams they shouldn't be losing to. And they lost NC State by 22. So I think you look at that. I think you look at, uh, you know, Louisville, they've dropped uh, four of seven. They've never, you know, they haven't been in the ACC that long, but they've never advanced out of the quarterfinals in this tournament. So that's uh, that's kind of a, at least a yellow flag as far as backing them. I like Florida State a lot. I think they're a, a pretty safe bet at, you know, about 225 or so. I don't know what they are now, but, you know, as as far as uh, the big three, if I'm leaning towards one, I, I like uh, I like FSU. They're the one. They're the one seed. They won six of their last seven. You know, they're they're three and zero on neutral sites this year. They weren't great on the road, but you know, as far as those top three, I, I lean towards the Seminoles. Yeah, I'm looking at it here on the Parks app. Florida State plus two hundred, Duke plus two twenty five, Louisville plus three twenty five, and then that jump, of course, is Virginia. I'm curious. Did you see? We brought this up last night. Did you see that bet that Point Swap had available to buy, where you could take FSU an eighteen hundred dollar ticket at one hundred to one for FSU to win the whole thing? Whew. So Any the interest? Whole thing is in the NCAA tournament? Absolutely, sir. The entire yeah, thing. I mean, that's 
that's not bad. If you got the dough to throw around there, I mean, you're not going to get better odds on a true contender than no. uh, 100 to 1. UConn is at like 100 to 1 right now. Not at all. Yes, Florida right. State is much Florida higher. Is a, a legit two seed, you know, at, you know, unless they lose in the first round or something like that, uh, you know, they're going to be a, a two seed. They're going to get a, you know. I have bet 15 to 1 right here. Yeah, I'm, mean, I'm looking at the big board, yeah. And, yeah, they're a good team. I, I well, would you take that? Uh, here's the difference. It, you can't, like, I, normally I throw these hypotheticals out at you, Adam, and I say, yeah, you're using my money. Go ahead. I'll be, I can't afford this one. So this is an Adam Thompson production. Are you going to, like, would you have interest, assuming that you could afford it, would you do it? Um... Depends what my overall budget was, I guess. You know, that's a lot of dough, and I, you know, I've, I've kind of broke down about six or seven or eight teams right now that I kind of like. You know, who knows where they'll be seated, and you know what's going to happen between now and then. But Florida State's not one of those teams, actually. So, I would probably uh, refrain from uh, throwing if I if I had if I you know if it's more than uh, you know twenty five percent of my budget, I'm probably not putting it on the on FSU. Adam Thompson joining us at underscore Adam underscore Thompson underscore on Twitter. We're live here at Parks Casino, parkscasino.com slash PA. The promo code is BALL2020. Risk-free bet up to $500 all here on Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. I do want to get back to a couple of the conference tournaments, but you are red hot in the NBA. There are two games that you like tonight. I'm curious as far as the reasoning. You've got a Rockets team that's lost four straight, getting part of me laying twelve and a half at home against Minnesota. Who do you like in this game? Yeah, I mean Houston has has basically handled Minnesota three times already this year, twice is by twenty plus points. But like you said, uh, the Rockets just aren't you know the Rockets right now. They've lost four in a row. Three of those games, they were favored by eight to ten points and lost straight up. So they're clearly like uh, just in an epic funk right now. Uh, you know, the last time they played uh, this Minnesota team was actually the close game. So Minnesota has kind of gotten better, and uh, Houston's obviously uh, couldn't get any worse right now. Unless they lose this game straight up, that would be worse. But you know, the Wolves in the last four games or four in the last five games, they've been double digits by ten or more on the road, and they've actually won two of those games straight up and covered in three of them. So they kind of. Uh, have embraced this us against the world. You know, everybody thinks we stink. Let's go show them otherwise. So they've been competitive against the uh, the elite of the conference. I think that can happen again tonight, just because Houston just something is not uh, something's not working right now with them. And I think Minnesota, you know, Towns they have some talent on that team. I think they can at least keep it, you know, within twelve points. Well, Towns is out tonight, right? Is he out tonight? Oh, yeah. I put this in last. I put this in way too right. early, apparently. I yeah, but here's I, the <laughs> thing. You put this is what I don't get is that you put it in early at twelve and a half, right? Yeah, and it's still twelve and a half, huh? Yeah. So I don't know how soon or, or close to tip this was ruled out, or if he had just been out already. But I didn't realize that as well until I saw your pick a little bit earlier, before just before the show began. Uh, this, it looks. Yeah, it actually, looks. This is actually one I locked in last night. I saw the spread and it, it, it worked out pretty well. I'm like, well, this is a this is too many points for this. So it hasn't changed in you know we're coming up on 24 hours. So that's uh, that's surprising. Yeah, and he's been out. It looks like for a couple of games. So I didn't even realize yeah. that either. 
three days ago he was ruled out, and that's what I guess jumped the spread. So let me ask you this, and, and we both now have the benefit of hindsight since I'm locked into this game as well, right? <laughs> we both have the benefit of hindsight. Do you abort, or do you stick, or do you slide with the Rockets? Uh, I'm okay with it still just because, you know, Houston is just playing so poorly right now. And, you know, Minnesota is obviously, you know, missing their all-star center, which is not a good sign, but they're not the, they're not world beaters when he's in there anyway. So, you know, let's just hope somebody, uh, somebody steps up, uh, you know, other guys can kind of, uh, you know, take charge. And, you know, he's, he's been out the last couple of games, and these are the games that they've been covering. So, I think there's a, a confidence factor then. I think they're spreading the ball a little bit more. So maybe that's uh, maybe that's part of the key. Maybe this is uh, kind of what uh, what spurs them on. Pacers host the Celtics. I have it here as a three-point home dog for Indiana. And you like the Pacers. That's a little surprising. Yeah, I do like the Pacers. Uh, you know, going against Boston is a little tough. They've covered five straight on the road. So they've kind of, uh, you know, they've kind of stepped up there, but... You know, the Pacers are on uh, kind of a, an upward trend as well. You know, they lost six in a row to open February, but since then they've won eight of ten and are 6-3-1 uh, and one against the spread in that time. So, you know, this is a team that's usually pretty good at home. You know, these teams have faced off, you know, one other time before this year. Kemba Walker went off for 44 points. Oladipo didn't even play, and the Pacers still won. So matchup-wise, uh, you know, something uh, something on the court works for them. I think it, you know, the fact that this game is at home – Helps them out a lot, and they're they're getting points. So I you know put that all together, and I uh, I put a little bit on uh, Indiana. I think that's a I think that's a small one to take, just because Boston you know can beat anybody anywhere, and they've uh, had a propensity to get it done on the road. But I like uh, I like the matchups, and I like uh, where this game is. All right, uh, we have time for one. Unfor- I'm sorry, man. We just blew through everything. We have time for one of the final four conference tournaments. And then next week we can kind of recap and, and look ahead at where things are for the actual tournament. It's your choice, Big Ten, Big 12, SEC, or the Big East. Which of the four are you most confident in? Most confident in, I would guess I would go with, uh, I'd go with the SEC because you're looking at a, a clear favorite who's actually playing well in Kentucky. You're not, you're not, you're not going to win a whole lot of dough on them, but they've won 9 of 10. The lone loss was a shocker to Tennessee at home when they were up by double figures. I don't think that would happen again if they faced, uh, you know, the other top contenders in the SEC, Auburn. They've been shaky of late. Um, you know, LSU has lost seven of their final 11 games. Florida lost twice to Kentucky over their last five games. So I think every team is kind of coming in uh, struggling except for UK. Uh, we'll see if Ashton Hagens plays. I don't know. He was flashing a lot of cash online earlier. So, hmm. you know, I, who knows if he'll, uh, if he'll be eligible or what they'll do with him. But, <laughs> you know, if he shows up and, and Kentucky is ready and loaded, uh, you know, they're, this is their time of year. I think they, uh, I think they can uh, cruise through uh, the SEC and uh, pick up yet another uh, conference uh, championship to hang on their banner. Awesome stuff, Adam. Appreciate it, man. We'll chat next week. We'll have a good idea of kind of, where things are for the NCAAs, at underscore Adam, underscore Thompson, underscore on Twitter. Make sure you follow along for all the picks as well. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I'll, I'll, post, I'll post some other uh, picks on my other conference picks. I'll throw on Twitter, and uh, anybody who wants to look at them can see them there. Yeah, we'll continue to retweet everything you give us, man. You're making us money. We appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you, Aiden. <laughs> you got it. Adam joining us on the Dr. Glatt Regrow Your Hairline, Dr. Paul Glatt. 
Philadelphia's leading hair restoration doctor. Some things happening tonight at 7 o'clock, including our Philadelphia Flyers looking for yet another victory. Still time to sneak in. What are the odds they extend that? We'll explore coming up next. Aton Shander live at Parks Casino, parkscasino.com slash PA. Promo code BALL2020 right here on Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. Just because you've been with the car insurance company for years doesn't mean you're getting the best rate. Almost all insurance companies use your credit score, education level, and your employment style. Another conference tournament, but not going the way of the Ivy League. Ivy League made a lot of news because they just shut everything down. And we're in a very difficult time to overreact either way. Meaning, if there's a threat right now of a virus that's spreading, or if it's an early stage of something that has not yet been controlled or contained, and the difference is we've been able to control and contain, not eliminate, clearly, but control and contain the flu bug and other things that pop, and unfortunately, surface. Coronavirus, the latest of this coronavirus from Wuhan and now here, Italy and others around the world, coming to Philadelphia was inevitable. And that's why you have the first case that popped today. And it was just a matter of time before you had news of it. Of course, you know that there are a significant amount of people who have come in contact with this that get a small bout of the flu at best. They come back, they're fine, they've been able to recover and get back to work, get back to life. Unfortunately, if you are in a high-risk area or category then you need to take extra precautions and one of those things might simply be staying home and staying home for a week or two weeks and not everybody has that luxury and that affordability the point of it is that some of this unfortunately is still left up to chance meaning when you that's why you hear on the news today tomorrow that's why you've been hearing do your best to stay away from large gatherings. And look, what you're seeing here at a casino is not a large gathering. I don't want you to uh, no. The sports book, it's spread out. You're not bunched up like you're watching a game sitting next on top of somebody. You're not at some park out because it's nice out with, you know, 65 to 7,000 people, 6,500 to 7,000 people at a concert buddying up uh, Coachella you know you probably want to cancel that going to a game it was still kind of that line walking that line now there's no difference there's no problem you know coming out and going to a bar hanging out doing these things to this point if you want to stay home stay home that's fine that's why we have the app for you on Parks Casino you don't even need to physically be here at the sports book and you can still rock and roll with us and hopefully you listen to Adam and found some value there but the Ivy League said no we're canceling everything the MAC, M-A-C, eliminated fans from the conference tournament. They're still going to play, but no fans are going to be in there. And, yes, NBA is heading that way, NHL. Things that are going on right now are heading that way. Baseball, because spring training and you have to take precautions. It's not like the NFL where they're nowhere near the start of the season. You have to take early precautions right now, so you're going to see some empty stadiums. You're going to see leagues mandate that fans stay home. And this is not because people are dying at a high rate. This is not because this is the embodiment of the movie Contagion. It's not because of anything drastic. It's because the average person can't be trusted. 
the average person can't be trusted to wash their hands for 25 seconds. The average person can't be trusted to walk around with sanitizer. The average person can't be trusted to be diligent and vigilant in cleaning themselves and sanitizing themselves, constantly going in and out of public and private areas. So the more people you have in, let's say, an arena, the higher chance you have of people that you just can't trust. And you don't put hand sanitizer. You don't mandate, oh, before you go in, like some sort of metal detector picking up if somebody's dirty. You just say, no, it's easier and better from a health and insurance standpoint to just stay home. Just stay home. That's what I thought we were going through in conference tournaments. That's what I was getting ready for in the NBA. And I don't know why this became a story. Please don't blame LeBron James. But, I mean, even the headline is misleading. LeBron James says he'll listen if NBA bars fans over coronavirus. And this is the most ridiculous thing because it assumes that anybody had a choice and LeBron was put in a position of a choice. Well, are you going to listen? Like, LeBron is going to show up with a busload of people. You know, the NBA has outlawed fans at games, but here's LeBron with three charter busloads full of fans just to defy Adam Silver. No. It's LeBron said, look, I would much rather play in front of fans. I'd much rather play in front of people. But what are you going to do? You have to listen. This is where we are right now. LeBron James says he'll listen if NBA... No, everybody's listening. It's what goes on. It's what the mandate is from your league, from your commissioner. The Ivy League was the first to cancel everything. Yale, automatic bid into the NCAA tournament. A lot of people were frustrated that you couldn't get in on this tournament, including Penn and Harvard, who beat Yale, the now winner of that tournament by default, twice this year. So there are some people that are pissed off that this thing has gone down the way in which it did where there is just no tournament altogether. The MAC, M-A-C, eliminated fans. They said, no fans here. We don't need fans. We're moving on without fans. So that's what you do. I think when you look at where we are at still an early stage of trying to identify what this thing is and trying to stay as, as much as you can healthy, sanitary, clean, and aware of your surroundings, staying away from major public gatherings. You see a school close here or there, but that's not the issue, whether or not you can go to the MAC tournament or the Big East tournament or the Sixers game. The problem that you deal with now, and this is a realistic problem, because, again, I'm, I am not at a point where if the Sixers eliminate fans from home games, that means we are in dire times, like we are in a major pandemic here in Philadelphia in this country where you need to stay at home and get in your basement and wear gas masks. And no, no, no. It means that we're at a precautionary method of this thing being early and going on right now. And unfortunately, you have to take the most extreme method because you can't trust if a 68-year-old fan who's very high risk to get coronavirus, this strain of coronavirus, is going to be at the game. You can't mandate that people stay home unless you put them on house arrest. And that ain't happening anytime soon. I mean, look, I wouldn't put it past anything if, in fact, it gets that bad, but we're not there. So what you deal with now is a betting element of it. Think of the Sixers. We talked a little bit about this last night. 
but we didn't get a chance to follow up because the show ended with Michael Caskey below me. Sixers. Let's just look at this realistically, okay? And I'll give you what I have here on the actual game itself. So this is not any type of hypothetical. This is not creating anything. This is just the impact of the actual virus and how it is. Right now, and you have to wait a day before the Sixers come back, but the the Sixers, again, March 11th, I have to get into that game. You have to look at this realistically, and I don't think I'll be able to right now, so that's fine. But just look at the opponent, and we can kind of match it up. They're hosting Detroit, all right? No line yet. That's fine. Let's just say the Sixers, who are 28-2 and two at home, come into this game normally as a 10.5-point favorite. I think that's fair. Detroit is miserable on the road, a dreadful 9-23. and 23. They're so bad just in general, and, and they're up and down. No knock on Christian Wood. He's been playing well, but outside of that, I mean, they, they just have way too much inconsistency. They haven't been healthy even still. They make a bizarre trade. Nothing's working really well for Detroit. So they come in, I say 10 and a half, 11 points. That'd be my guess. What happens? How much does that line drop if Park sets it, let's say, hypothetically, at 10 and a half? What happens if you find out tomorrow morning that the Philadelphia 76ers have removed fans from these games? So. No fans at the Sixers games. These games will be played in front of an empty stadium like the MAC tournament will be, like the Ivy League tournament should have been. What happens there? How much does that line drop? And I'll tell you, it should drop a bunch. I wouldn't be shocked if that thing moved from 10.5 to 6.5, maybe even 5.5. First off, we don't know what it is. We don't know that dynamic. We don't know how it plays any type of real role in betting. And we don't know if a team who has relied so heavily on a crazy crowd, home court advantage because of that energy, we don't know how they respond when that place is empty. Now, you can definitely look at, you could look at the game and think, well, they're going to beat the Pistons. I don't think that you could put these guys on a pickup game in the Y or anywhere and expect the Pistons to beat them especially because Detroit has to travel. There is that element of being on the road. It's not like this is a neutral game somewhere in Michigan. It's still traveling to come to Philadelphia. It's still having to play that basketball game. But these betting lines are going to shift, and they're going to shift significantly. And I don't know how to play these things. I don't know how initially a team is going to respond when they played so well at home. Flyers in a similar situation, are they not? Flyers right now are hosting the Bruins, and they've been outstanding at home this year, especially with Carter Hart and Ned. How much does that change? We can see how loud and crazy this place is. I'm watching it right here on the big screen, front and center, here at Parks Casino in this beautiful, gigantic sports book. I'm watching this Flyers-Penguins game, and I can see how loud and belligerent and crazy and energetic this crowd is. They introduce Elaine Vignal, the place goes nuts. You probably can't even hear the PA announcer all oh, no. What happens when they're gone? 
clearly this is because of something outside of every league, and it's something precautionary, first and foremost, and that's the key element here. But we as betters, we as people that are paying attention to these games night in and night out, paying attention to live lines that move, you're telling me that that's not going to have a gigantic impact, especially for teams that are really good at home. That's where I think you're going to actually start to see some curve here. It's almost like a little bit of a bell curve that will even things out and kind of regress some teams back because so much of this is a home crowd. And we're the perfect example of this in Philadelphia. We here in Philly are the best example of this across because we know the impact that we can make at home for the Sixers. We see just how bad they are on the road. And you know if you've been going to Flyers games for the past year or 10 years, the difference in which that building being so loud and so crazy to where you can't hurt anything versus what it's like when it does feel like nobody's in that place. At Shander Show is how you get me on Twitter. Anthony Gilbert's going to join us 7.30. Hoop Mag, at AX Gilbert on Twitter. As we'll look at some in-game action, also some questions about the Philadelphia 76ers, Joel Embiid, whether or not he'll play tomorrow night. There's a lot with the NBA as we kind of focus in on college basketball. I don't. This is kind of like the last week where we can't really neglect, or I don't want to get away neglecting the NBA. Reminder, as everything winds down in the regular season, hockey, hoops, home stretch. What a week we have for sports, been college and pro. My goodness. Told you, even this UNC game tonight, laying the four and a half against Virginia Tech to open up the first round of the ACC from two and a half to four and a half. Take them. Flyers on the money line. Take them. Hockey, hoops, home stretch of the regular season. You know everything that's going on from all college basketball tournaments, from the SWAC to the ACC. Why not take advantage of them being in full swing? Join me and the home team at Parks Casino and Sportsbook and get in on the sports betting action. Watch the games and make money. Parks Casino and Sportsbook, my casino and sportsbook of choice, and the only sportsbook owned by the number one casino in the state of Pennsylvania. It's not overseas. It's not out of town. Ownership is based right here in Bucks County. Your people. There are people running this thing. Parks Casino and Sportsbook. That's why it's my casino and sportsbook of choice. It means you can bet with confidence and trust them with all your legal sports bets. It also means the best customer service and quick withdrawals. You can bet on spreads, point totals, over-unders, parlays, and teasers. Make your first bet right now, up to $500 risk-free. All you need to do is download the Parks Casino Sportsbook app right now in the App Store. Go to parkscasino.com slash PA, and you can use my promo code BBALL2020. That's BBALL2020. That's my promo code, BBALL2020. Get your first risk-free up to $500. Check the website for terms and conditions. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live at Parks Casino. Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. Dan Patrick, 9 to noon. Brett Brown joins us. Colin Cowherd from noon to 3. The Sixers are amazing. And the Daily Ticket with Sean Brace from 3. I want people to... Man, I tell you. Twitter is... 
Look, technology is neutral, right? So it's just about application. But I guarantee you, first off, I mean, just the ridiculousness of the story that comes with it. And whenever you have an aggregate, it doesn't matter any of the aggregate sites because it's always rewritten and rephrased. The New York Post is the first to report this. And it initially came from London, which is world dominers. But, you know, you have the aggregate sites that want to push their own little brands on Twitter. So from Complex to the other ones, it's, oh, look, you can make $4,600 by getting infected with the virus. And then, of course, it just spins off into a conversation that's based off of nothing factual whatsoever. (laughs) I'm just shaking my head because I know it's just a matter of time before. I mean, again, people are upset that you can't go to Coachella, something like that. I mean, people are more upset about that than the possibility of sporting events being fan-free. Now, think about that. You know, at least sports fans, all the rip that we get, at least we have our priorities. At least we understand, all right, it's, it's not the end of the world if we can't go watch the Flyers or Sixers play. Meanwhile, oh, my God, I can't see fill-in-the-blank and Post Malone do his thing at Coachella, and it's like your life is over. No, trust me, if anything, they're doing you a favor on multiple levels. <laughs> at Shander Show is how you follow me on Twitter, live at Parks Casino, parkscasino.com slash PA. The promo code is BBALL2020. Anthony Gilbert's going to join us coming up in about 10 minutes as we'll look at some of the action in the NBA and also get some answers, hopefully some answers, on the Philadelphia 76ers because it seems like they've been rather silent when it comes to injuries. Now, just to kind of update you on what's happening right now, live action, what's happening. Flyers and Bruins, best team in the NHL, Boston Bruins in town, and the Flyers are trying to extend this winning streak to 10. It's going to be a hell of a battle, as expected early on. We're nearly halfway through the first, and the Flyers on the power play right now. It's about 13-minute mark. So the Flyers are on the power play, and they've been uh, doing pretty good so far this year. Of course, Boston makes their money killing penalties, so we'll see how much this plays out. Earlier, Adam loved the Pacers getting three at home. 7.40 or so left in the, or actually it's working in reverse here, but about four or five minutes left in the first quarter. Boston's up 20 to 15 right now. So still early, winding down, but still early. And Knicks Wizards, Wizards coming out to a pretty big lead, 18 to 7. Looks like the Flyers just got on the board here. Oh, what a save by Rask. Wow. There was a breakaway, a one-timer, and could not get past the goalie. That was insane. Look, the Flyers had an opportunity right there to get a goal, but it was a really impressive save. Couturier could have got that off a one-timer, but Tuka Rask slid over and made an amazing glove save. That could have put, this is on the power play too, so that could have put Philadelphia up. We know how good they are playing with the lead downhill at home. That could have been a huge momentum shift 
early but still huge in this game and a gigantic save by Rask to prevent that at the very least maybe even delay that college basketball right now and a couple of games are going to tip off in the next 35 minutes or so in the NBA big one is the Spurs and Mavericks will battle in San Antonio that line now here at Parks San Antonio getting the four at home Houston still at plus 12 and a half no cat tonight for Minnesota but the Wolves getting 12 and a half on the road you're only paying minus 109 here on the juice at Parks so pretty damn good deal in that regard later on tonight the Suns are in Portland Phoenix is getting four and a half on the road You've got that Nets-Lakers game. Lakers laying 12 against Brooklyn. It's a really late game. And here's another game, too, to keep an eye on. As the Lakers are at home tonight, laying the 12 against the Nets, the Clippers are not too far away, taking on the Warriors, who are plus 12 tonight, hosting L.A. Interesting. Same spread. Now, that's not a true road game, if you will, for L.A. But that could be interesting. Another missed shot by Couturier on the power play. Oh, getting there, getting closer. The L.A. parlay tonight. How many people are running with that? Lakers minus 12, Clippers minus 12. The teaser would be nice. You want to run a five-point teaser here at Parks. I can get them down five points each to seven. But you're laying minus 114. That's not terrible. All right, that's not terrible at all. To pay the minus 114 on that teaser is pretty damn good. Lakers at home taking on the Nets. We know uh, Pittsburgh is up over the Devils right now, so we'll keep an eye on that game as it will have an impact here. But Lakers right now coming off that humongous weekend LeBron James, MVP discussion, Anthony Davis getting away, some foul trouble, didn't matter. They had a big win against the Clippers, and then before that against the Bucks. Who cares about the Knicks? Everybody beats up on them. Even LeBron versus Zion went the Lakers' way in New Orleans. Clippers, on the other hand, right now, are, despite that loss to the Lakers, things aren't looking bad for the Clippers. You know, that loss against the Lakers ended a six-game winning streak in which, remember, they beat up on Houston in Houston. So both teams right now, look, the Warriors, eh, Steph was dealing with the flu. Doesn't look like the Warriors are set right now on rolling. Like Draymond, we know, is out. Looney's been out. It looks like Steph is going to play tonight. He's day-to-day. All you're really missing, again, even Lou Williams is day-to-day, so that was a little bit of a concern for me. It looks like both guys are going to run. So with that said, I think you really need to start looking at both of these games covering. I don't even think you need to tease. I think you could just roll it out. All right, forget the teaser for a second. We're just going to go with the L.A. parlay. The L.A. parlay is going to get you again, we mentioned, at over 200 right there. Plus 265 to go go with the Clippers and Lakers. You're laying 12 apiece, but Brooklyn comes in a little shaky right now. I'm not worried about Golden State. I'm really more worried about Brooklyn covering this 12-point line than 
the Golden State Warriors doing anything at home, even if Steph's out there. That, that's not too great of a concern for me because the Clippers are still playing. Like The Clippers are not coasting by any means. I'll tell you what. We'll throw that at Anthony Gilbert coming up next. At AX Gilbert, Hoop Mag, NBA TV, NBA Canada TV as well, and here in Philadelphia covering the Sixers and the NBA. We'll throw that at AG coming up next because I'm tempted to roll with both L.A. squads tonight. Screw the teaser. We're going to go full-on L.A. parlay. And look, this is a perfect example of how to use your risk-free bet. Sometimes if you already have it, you have it figured out, go. Nobody's going to stop you. But if you're looking for a little advice, well, we'll talk you through it. Because if you sign up right now on the Parks Casino Sportsbook app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA, use my promo code either way, bball2020, bball2020, you'll get a risk-free bet up to $500. So if you want to dump $500 in your account, that's great because you'll get a risk-free bet up to that amount. And you can say, you know what, Shannon? That L.A. parlay makes some sense. I was listening, trying to find something, ready played Adam Thompson's picks, but maybe I want something for a little bit later. I want a midnight snack to where I can go out there, watch the TV, see what's going on with these L.A. games, see how this thing is rolling. Well, your midnight snack at a risk-free bet of $500 on this parlay is going to pay out thirteen twenty-four. And here's the best part about it. It's risk-free. So if the Nets sneak in and they cover this sucker just by a point, or the Golden State Warriors with Steph find a way to shock everybody and cover this game, you get that money back immediately in site credit. We'll see what Anthony says about the L.A. parlay coming up next, live at Parks Casino, parkscasino.com slash PA. The promo code is bball2020. It's Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler. Now, total traffic for Philadelphia. Watch for a crash on the PA Turnpike eastbound about four miles before downing down the right lane. We'll see what our next guest has to say about that and more. Of course, joining us on the Dr. Glatt Regrow Your Hairline, Dr. Paul Glatt, Philadelphia's leading hair restoration doctor, a man who has a fine head of hair on him. I know because I've seen him in the barbershop. I've seen him not getting cut because he refused to let Toot cut his hair, but I've seen him come in a fresh cut at the shop, and that, of course, is Anthony Gilbert at AX Gilbert, Hoop Mag, NBA TV, NBA TV Canada here and all over in the NBA, Philadelphia, and beyond. AG, how are you tonight? I'm doing well, brother. Thank you. And uh, it sounded like the wick in the background uh, as we came into the segment. Well, yes, and and let me say this, because I'm live here at Parks Casino, and Raheem Verdon, and I don't mean to, you know, out you or dime you out or anything if, if you were supposed to be running, like, four or five others. Yeah, so Raheem goes back, like, he's the one of the OG producers in this city and sports personalities in this city dating back to... You know, like back when the big sports station was on AM. Like, that's how long, you know, so he is also very well versed in the world of hip hop. So, I, you know, here he is, and he's taking a, a step down, or probably two steps down, by producing the show, helping us out tonight. 
you know, he's an engineer. He does. He runs the building at iHeart. Right? Is that fair, Raheem? So, I, you know, the fact that Anthony, the first thing he does is shout out your rejoin, you know, I, I think you've, you've made a positive impact here. I appreciate that. I'm telling you, man. You go back to Ike at night. Like, you go back to all way back before that. Me and you go way back. <laughs> See? So, as does AG. He's the OG as well. All right, let's look at this, man. I'm curious. Let's start tonight. All right? Mm-hmm. The we dubbed this thing the L.A. Parlay, all right? We've got the Lakers at home laying 12 points against the Nets. We have the Clippers on the road laying 12 points at Golden State. And we thought the L.A. Parlay, both of these teams win, both of these teams cover the 12-point spread. What say you, Mr. Gilbert? I, I, I think it's a safe bet. You know, uh, both teams are playing really good ball. As we head down to the stretch, and they're playing. Uh, they're both playing teams that are either a the Nets are going to make the playoffs, but they're going to limp in, and the Warriors are headed towards the number one pick. So, uh, it, I would like to focus those bets in. The one thing I'm concerned about, not Steph, and the, I think Steph is playing today. I know he's day to day with the flu. Even if he is, that wasn't the issue. But it's the mm-hmm. Nets. The Nets come in that they're playing sneaky good basketball. You know, that there was that one really bad blowout against Memphis, but you have a win against the Boston Celtics. You have taken care of business against both the Bulls and Spurs recently. I, I don't know, there's just something about this Brooklyn team that concerned me about getting twelve points on the road. I hear that. I definitely hear that. I mean, they're gonna lose, but will they lose by twelve? Yeah, there, there is a, a slight concern just because, you know, by the time the game is in the bag, they're going to pull the starters. And now they're saying that Jason Kidd might become the favorite for for uh, for the Nets to coach next year. I don't know how true that is, but uh, uh, you're right. They, they might, it might be a 10-point win. So uh, You just open up something. All right, let's look at this hypothetically. Brett Brown is out. And now you have, because I think a lot of times what happens is, and you're a perfect candidate for this question, because you walk the line of covering the Sixers and the NBA as well. So mm-hmm. you get to see from our own fishbowl perspective as well as the league. But I think a lot of times us, and I equate us, not necessarily you, but us, like, you know, fandom gets caught up in Philadelphia is the best. Philadelphia is the best. But Kid could easily wait. For Brett Brown to inevitably get fired at the end of this year for whatever reason and say, I like the youth. I like the idea of Embiid and Simmons. What happened to that? Because, yeah, man, if I'm kid, I don't think I blink at the choice between Brooklyn and Philadelphia taking the next job. Yeah, I mean, he is, he's already had the next job, and supposedly that relationship has gone sour. But you also bring in... Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, and if he's the best person for the job, then they can mend those fences. Uh, but to your point, the opportunity to teach somebody like Embiid and, 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 and Simmons, especially at that point guard, uh, you know, coach and point guard uh, position for Simmons, I, I definitely think a lot of people would jump to be here in Philly. And, um, yeah, I think Brett Brown – see the handwriting on the wall, uh, partially his fault for 
for not being a coach that holds people accountable, even though he probably say that that he does. Um, and then the other part is just the team hasn't gotten it done, and he's had time after the process to kind of show and prove. And uh, you know, I, I think his uh, his ship has sailed. What happens? It's not going to be Jason Kidd. I can't imagine that they pull Tyron Lue off the Clippers bench. So the only other name that I can realistically think can be sold as an upgrade would be Stan Van Gundy. I like Van Gundy. Um, potentially Mark Jackson if he doesn't go to Brooklyn. Well, uh, real real quick, great. do you think Mark yeah, well, Jackson is I, coming I like, back? I like Jackson to Brooklyn, especially because he's from there. But go you think he's play playing? I'm mean, coaching. I just I don't I know, think, man. I, I think that if he's, if he's given the right situation, I think he'll jump back into it because he left a lot on the table um, with that Warriors team. He really built them up, draft picks, confidence, coaching. He did a great job, and then for him not to get into the promised land, so to speak, I, I think that that kind of left. An empty feeling, you know, in his stomach, and I think that Philly or or Brooklyn would be a great place for him. I definitely think Brooklyn would be a, you know, for him. He's from Brooklyn, New York. Like I think he would hands down just run run to that office and say, "Sure, I'll take it." Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I like I like Atkinson as a possibility. In Philly, so we'll, we'll we'll see. We Philly needs someone who's going to a hold everybody accountable, and who b knows their X's and O's to put these guys in the best position possible. Isn't the isn't the ladder much easier to find? Or I'm sorry, yeah, I I don't know actually. I feel like. The X's and O's is probably more of a generic thing than finding somebody to that first point, which is if you can find somebody who can connect with Embiid and connect with Simmons and hold them accountable like we want that to go down, mm-hmm. I doubt that you're going to also find somebody who at the same vein is you know, Eddie Jordan running some perverted version of the Princeton where it's like, oh, my God, this guy has no idea what he's doing coaching a basketball team. I, I feel like anybody who's out there that's a viable candidate to come in is going to have some grasp of the X's and O's. It's the rareness of who's going to come in with the command and accountability to have these kids listen from day one. Absolutely. I mean, you're definitely right. But if you look at what Coach Stevens is doing in Boston, it's it's, it's a simplified version. Uh, offense, for sure, on the offensive side. It's very simple. A lot of good floor spacing and a lot of, hey, let's move the ball and let's get it to, let's get not great shots. Let's get, you know, give up the good shot for, 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 the, for the better shot. But um, you're right. That's just simple that's simple stuff but it still has to be done it still has to be implemented so you're right i agree it it is harder to find that coach that can come in there and lay down the law and say this is what it is and this is how we're going to win i actually put on twitter earlier today a guy was talking about the chicago bulls 
um, documentary that's coming out this summer. And he said, he said it's going to surprise a lot of people. And, and I think it is. And I also think it's going to be a blueprint for teams like the Sixers who don't have the discipline, don't have the gravitas to really lock in and, 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 and see that bigger picture. Anthony Gilbert joining us at AX Gilbert on Twitter on the Dr. Glatt Regrow Your Hairline, Dr. Paul Glatt, Philadelphia's leading hair restoration doctor. Is Joel Embiid playing tomorrow night? Well, he was practicing. You know, the Sixers medical staff, man, they uh, they have quite the reputation. So I'd say it's 50-50. You know, he, he looked looked good from what we could see in practice and you know they always have that whole restriction thing so I, i'm not really sure i think he should play especially as you want to um you know get into a good rhythm going into the playoffs yeah i just don't know when is ben simmons coming back do we have any idea about the reevaluation and timeline there they seem to be pretty yeah, quiet so about him we, it was supposed to be two weeks so we're supposed to find out this week um what the deal is, and I think they're going to say that, hey, he's doing, he's, this is hypothetical. I think they're going to say he's making progress and there's still going to be, uh, you know, some precautions around him. Um, you know, it's kind of like hurry up and wait and play the Celtics in the first round. And that's not going to be the best thing for them. So they got to string together some wins. Uh, starting with the Pistons uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, that Pistons, I mean, think about this. They're not going to lose at home, uh, even if Joel Embiid doesn't play. And I say that because they're just back at home. But hypothetical situation for you, okay? Mm -hmm. The team is the exact same. Joel Embiid is not on the floor because he's still just a little banged up and they don't want to rush him back just yet. They'll wait and it's the Pistons, so you can afford another night. So in this hypothetical, Joel Embiid is not playing. Everybody else that we've seen playing is out there against the Pistons. It's at home. However, and again, I don't think we're far from this by any means. We're seeing it in college basketball right now. The NBA is preparing for this. Nobody's in the stands. How right. much does that change the Philadelphia 76ers at home when they have been so reliant upon that place being jam-packed and electric? I think that's a great point. I, I think it's a really good point. I mean, their home cooking definitely, it, it's a real thing. And um, I think against lesser talent, it doesn't matter. But you have Indiana coming in this weekend. Um you know, Toronto, Toronto Raptors are coming in. They're going to need, you know, some support and some fanfare uh, to really try to, you know, squeak by and, and get some wins. Um, I hope it doesn't mean too much, but their record says otherwise. So let's hope that, uh, you know, that this epidemic can, you know, hopefully they can get some more information about it and really uh, – make the best possible decisions for not only the team, but the fans and, and the community. Uh, how likely is it that we're going to see, like, what do you think the odds are, strong, inevitable, not likely, that the NBA playoffs 
or not even the playoffs, I'm sorry, because that's too far down the line. But, you know, the next week or so, we start to see stadiums that are empty. I think it's coming. I definitely think it's coming. I mean, the news will have you thinking that the world is going to end, and I think a lot of fans aren't going to come out in general. So it would be advantageous to just, uh, you know, follow that that lead and just say, hey, for everybody else that was going to come, you know, you just got to watch it on TV, which will be kind of interesting. I, I was thinking about that today. Like, imagine watching a game on TV and the, and the stadium's empty. Uh, definitely something to, uh, you know, tell your kids one day, you know. Um, really interesting territory that we're in. And uh, I think they should try it out, and I think they will try it out. Um, just to get ahead of it and um, prepare, you know, best prepare for that first-round matchup coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, you know what would be crazy is just to hear what the broadcast sounds like. Because you already get a little bit of the squeak, the bounce, because everything is ultra-miked up, as you know, at the stadiums. But now, Mm -hmm. I mean, that, like, just... And again, we're talking about something under the guise of something so serious. I get it, but it's real life, and life moves on. And to your point, you got to stay away from all the different things you get inundated with. But the purity, like think about the purity of the game, the sounds, the sneakers, the whap of the net. You know, somebody getting yeah. taken off the dribble. That no, oh, you know, just like the purity of yeah. the game, you'd be able to hear come out. That actually would be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we already have to interview the players from, uh, I believe, uh, six to eight feet away. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. So, I, I you know, I'm going to do my best. Um, at practice, it wasn't that weird, but it'll be difficult, you know, in the visitor's locker room. Well, shall I say, in a designated area, not in the locker room. Uh, it'll be interesting when the when the visiting team comes in. So, last question for you, brother. I'm curious, what's more likely to happen? LeBron James flat out wins the MVP, or Giannis and LeBron share the co-MVP? I would like for LeBron to, to win it outright. However, if you look at all the stats and the plus-minus and all that fun stuff, um, and I say fun stuff tongue-in-cheek, of course, because that's not my era. Um, Giannis walks away with it outright. However, um, you know, this past weekend and the consistency and the toughness and, the, you know, the strength of schedule in the West, um, LeBron has been getting a lot of, a lot of nods. Uh, Michael Wilbon, Stephen A. Smith, and uh, you know the, the 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 national guys have been really championing uh, LeBron James. So we'll see what this narrative looks like. Um, if the Lakers can surpass the wins of the Bucks, then quite possibly LeBron will win it outright. Um, but as of right now, it does look like. What you're saying, a co-MVP could happen. Mm. But I, I really think it's Giannis is to lose. Um, I don't really have a dog in the fight. But if I had a vote, if I had a national vote, I would vote for LeBron James. 
Awesome, brother. I always appreciate you. Audience appreciates your insights, and we'll see if that L.A. parlay hits. Oh, absolutely. And uh, shout-out to my homie, Spike Lee. He's uh, struggling with the Knicks right now. Hey, listen. You, you know, you're talking to a, a predominant Philadelphia audience. While we may have love for Spike and Do the Right Thing is a must-watch movie for anybody coming into this world and beyond, of course. Absolutely. And I have to, you know, Spike, I go down the list, but I have to just at least give one. I, I, can't, I have no sympathy for a Knicks fan. How about that? I don't care if it's Spike, if it's Rappaport, or anybody else up there. <laughs> you know, you, you pay money, Bloomberg, anybody, Cuomo, anybody else up there. If you're paying money, Farrell, Monch, anybody up there paying money to watch the Knicks, I got no sympathy for you. I hear you, man. I mean, I, I used to work for the Knicks uh, as a young man. I got a little love for them, and uh, I just hope they figure things out. They are one of the, the the pillar franchises of the NBA. Fair enough. I appreciate you as always. Anthony Gilbert at AX Gilbert on Twitter. Thanks, man. Thank you. Joining us on the Dr. Glatt Regrow Your Hairline, Dr. Paul Glatt, Philadelphia's leading hair restoration doctor. Thanks to Parks Casino. We'll be back here next Tuesday. Thank you so much to Raheem Vernon because this thing could not have flown without Raheem. So, as always, my friend, I appreciate you, your hard work, and everybody out there listening at Shander Show on Twitter. We're back on a Wednesday edition. What are the odds? Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. Dan Patrick, 9 to noon. Brett Brown joins us. Colin Cowherd from noon to 3. The Sixers are amazing. And the Daily Ticket with Sean Brace from 3.